1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
0: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast.
5: It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris, he's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. We got trolling and rolling with Martin Weiss at the bottom of the hour. But right now, it is all NBA. And Rob, the Knicks are down sixty-two fifty-six. I Rob and I—I've always known Eric Spoelstra was a good coach. I'm—I'm. I'm, how in the world is he doing this? They got three undrafted players on the court, and they are beating the Knicks. Now it's not over. There's still plenty of time left, but this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous with Jimmy Butler and. This team, I mean, look, Kevin Love was a great player at one point. Bam out of Bayou is a sometimes All Star, so they they're not completely, uh, you know, dismantled. But I mean, I, like I said, Rob, no excuse for the Knicks to lose this game, and I would even say this series. But right now, they uh they got a mountain to climb. Yeah,
3: and, that, and and it's just it, – it speaks volumes to you. Lost, like, I thought they had to win this game, Chris. No Jimmy oh, they Butler. Do. They have the to doubt. Win. You lost what, the first game at
5: home. Like, this to right. me should have been like, hey, this is our season. If you go to Miami down 2-0, we know Miami doesn't have a great home court, but still, and Butler presumably will be back at some point? I mean, come on. That's just – it's ridiculous. All right, Rob, but let's go here. The big game tonight I'm sure everybody's looking forward to is the Lakers and the Warriors featuring the two best players. I, I, Rob, I, I mean, whether you think KD's better or not, at this point I think the two defining players of this generation or this era would be LeBron and Steph. Um, and they face off again. And I want to ask you, everybody, we heard Darvin Ham talk about it, the Lakers coach. Let's, let's play off of what he says. Here's Darvin.
6: It's the best rivalry of this generation. You know, Brian, what he was able to do, like going to nine straight finals, and obviously Steph and those guys, what they were able to do with those four championships, like that's the rivalry, rivalry of the generations, uh, particularly those two players. But, you know, it's, again, it's going to be another fun battle.
5: Rob, your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I look at those two, and and I know they've played each other, and Steph has gotten the best of LeBron uh, as far as championships go, Chris. But I don't, it just doesn't. Is it really LeBron against Steph? I don't know if I really you, feel. You that. saying
5: you don't think it's a rivalry? Yeah, I don't.
3: I don't know if I feel. Wow. I don't know if I feel that. I I really don't. Like uh, why not? I don't. I don't know if you know. Do you need to be playing each other? Do you, you know what I mean? Do you need? For it to feel more like it, like, you know, they don't play the same position. They do different things. They're not really uh, intertwined. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I uh, hear you. That, that, I, that, that That's what I'm saying. Like, that that's
5: the part where I'm grapple, grappling, grappling with it. I definitely think it's a rivalry. Okay. And I, I hear you on the positions, though. Because when we look back at great NBA rivalries, at least with individuals, I mean, probably, Rob, the two greatest was Wilt and Russell. And obviously, Russell got the best of Wilt as far as winning. He won 11 championships and Wilt won two. Um, And Russell was gone for Wilt's second one. He retired. Uh, And then Bird Magic, obviously, right? Um, Rob... Other than that, I mean, you, when you talk about individual rivalries, I don't think I can. I can't think of another one. We tried to make Kobe Lebron a rivalry, right? They I never, mean, Nike, they never Nike ma- was but they on nev- board with that. I remember the puppets all,
3: and yep. then and then the Orlando Magic said Nike gear. If you sure remember that. that, yeah, they
5: played those puppets, Chris, and over the and over. said it too. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it. It, it never it never happened. I think um, KD, LeBron, obviously they're the same position. They're the similar size. People would think that could be a rivalry. They've played a lot of games against each other. But I, I don't think that's really that big of a rivalry. Um, I think, Rob, this is a rivalry. And I hear you because I don't think we've really thought of it like that before. I uh, know I haven't. But this is a surprise, kind of that they're getting to meet again in the playoffs. And let me make the argument that that might be could convince you. I don't know if, if you say, you know, some might say, well, LeBron did he beat Steph enough? LeBron's the better player, and he's ranked historically higher. But Steph's won the most. Three, they met four times in the playoffs, in the finals. Steph won three. LeBron won one. So that kind of evens out, as even though LeBron's a better individual player, Steph's won the mo- most, you know, head-to-head matchups. Uh, Bird and Magic only met three times in the finals. Rob, right? Magic one-two, Bird one-one, and I think that we we I, I think the way we talk about Bird, Magic, and the way we think about it and feel about it. I think sometimes we we are, we would be surprised when we realize man they only played in 3 finals you know um what? but it was they they what they brought was obviously they had the one game the championship game in college and they just they were both revolutionizing or saving I should say the NBA one was white, one was black, one was with the great historic franchise the Lakers, one was with the great historic franchise the Celtics. Um and even rob when they weren't in like when they didn't face each other, it was like the other guy was in the finals. Right? So 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 when Bird got there and they faced Houston instead of the Lakers, it still was kind of like, "Oh, is Bird going to get another ring?" when Magic doesn't. Or when Magic was playing the Sixers instead of the Celtics, it was still, is Magic going to get another ring that Bird doesn't have? Like, they were battling not only head-to-head, but battling for rings. And I will give you that they did play, they both played similar. They both were tremendous passers, and they got their teammates involved. Neither of them, other than Magic leading the league in assists, really led the league in much. Bird didn't lead the league in scoring, rebounding. You know, Magic obviously didn't score a ton. He was 19 points a game. But they were like, they made winning the thing. And so that was part of the robbery. And I would say it's similar with Steph and LeBron, Rob, in that, like, now, maybe it starts. it started recently. But now people are really looking at this like, man, who's going to get the most rings in this era? Is Steph going to actually get more rings than LeBron? Is LeBron going to be the guy that has the most rings in his era during his career? Like, So I think that those are becoming parts of the conversation. And um, they're the two defining players of this generation. They, They have met quite a bit in the finals so I, I I do think it's a it's a rivalry based on those things
3: see here's here's why I don't I, I think what you brought up about Bird and Magic had a lot also to do with their teams and what you know those teams mean going up against each other. LeBron has moved around so much uh you know that it's not I think the team is is a big part of it when you talk about rivalries. the celtics chris and and the Lakers were rivals. And then you had these two great players playing for these teams. I, that, that's just how I feel. Where LeBron's been on, you know, that moved around, uh, where the Heat and Warriors really uh, uh rivals. No, the team's You know what I mean? Like, rivals. that's what I'm saying. So I don't, no know, I don't know. I don't know. And as you said, and I think this is fair and accurate, that. That wasn't a conversation early on and now maybe people are starting to say it, but it was never I think it's recent. I don't, I don't no remember doubt. hearing it nah. when when they were playing before.
5: I think it's because Rob and and again I still th- we both still think LeBron is better than Steph even if Steph wins this championship it doesn't mean he's moved ahead of LeBron. Right. No, it just gives, Some people it gives will his, say that it gives, yeah. his, it
3: gives his minions
5: yeah, An argument Some people will definitely say that, that. right? And, and and I agree. Like even when they were meeting in the, when they met in the first finals, obviously nobody's thinking that as a rivalry. And then the second year, maybe you could have begun to think that. But then Durant joins, and, and that changed the dynamic, right? Because right. Durant was like the top player on that team, even though Steph was still playing great and putting up numbers. But it, and it was so lopsided, and it kind of was just – and it was kind of like KD versus LeBron, Steph versus Kyrie. See, that's Kyrie. what I'm saying,
3: right.
5: That so was with more you, like I'm it. with you on all that. There's no doubt. But I do think now, though, Rob, and like I said, maybe it's starting now. And it's not. that's not fully fair to LeBron because he's in his 20th year and he's much older, although he's still playing well. And like you always say, we're going to count the championship if he wins it. You know, right? But and he does have the best second player, right? AD is the best, you know, player that teammate that either of them has. So it's not like it's a lopsided matchup. But I do think, yeah, now is Rob because Steph's just kind of starting to make people think he's even in LeBron's league, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like I don't think there's another player in the league right now that's in the same stratosphere, if you will, as LeBron, other than Steph. And I don't mean like LeBron's light years ahead of Kevin Durant, but I'm talking about when you're – there's no other player right now that's kind of in that top ten discussion. I mean, some people – a few people say Durant. Giannis maybe one day will get there. Luka maybe one day will get there, but they got a long way to go. So I just think these are the two defining players of this era – And that's why people now, they both got the same amount of rings. So now people are looking at it like, oh, wow. This is, you know, these kind of guys kind of are rivals.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess that that would have to be it. But up until this point, I never really looked at it that way. And the same thing, like maybe maybe if they were competing for, you know, this was the finals, you know, or or a chance to get to the finals, maybe – but somebody's not going, even going to the final. Forget
5: about winning a championship. I don't know. It just—it well, doesn't I, I feel agree I, with I, you I, in that. If—if like—if—if if whoever wins, somebody's going to win this series. If whoever wins, it doesn't win the finals. It's then it not, doesn't. It, right. Yeah, we're not even. It's not even about about it. a conversation. You don't it, go if, back. It, right. If Steph wins this series and then they get beaten the next round or beaten the finals, nobody's. You can't take this to me. As, oh, he got LeBron. I mean, who cares? It was a second-round matchup. Unless you did it en route to the championship and vice versa. Right. Same thing for LeBron.
3: And still, it would be like a a little bit of a stretch to pull it back and go, well, you know, and and it just depends. You would do the final count whether somebody wins the championships or not. And and you're right about the Durant aspect because if you really want to be honest – you remember that shot that Durant made in one of those finals and it was like it was in LeBron's face. You remember that that, right. that shot? So that was really the rivalry right there during that. But,
5: yeah, no, because I mean I think people thought of Durant and LeBron kind of as the natural rivals. Right. Again, same size, similar size, uh, same position. And it was go- it was kind of Steph versus Kyrie, if anything. Um, so all right, let's throw it out to the listeners. Eight, seven, seven. 99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Is Steph LeBron really a rivalry? Your thoughts and why? Yes or no and why? That's next on The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo!
6: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio
5: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the iCouple live from the Tyrek.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com, Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Is Steph V. LeBron a rivalry? Your thoughts?
3: All right, let's kick it off with Kelvin uh, in Detroit. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio.
4: Oh, I can't believe I'm on here, man. Rob, man, I used to listen to you all the time when you were here with Parker and the Man.
3: Is that right?
4: I I
5: appreciate it. Yeah, I did. And and the uh, trash talking Tuesday and TV theme song Thursday and all of that. Chris sounds salty, right? (laughs) Look, let
4: me tell you. Sloppy seconds. He was here, too, so hey. What would you say? When he was doing it here, too. That's so, right. Yeah, we just branched
3: is. out to National. That's all. That's right. <laughs> That's all it is. Ah, Parker. It's all good.
4: But you too, Chris, though. You the man too. Though. Don't
3: Appreciate worry. Appreciate that. The man Thank you, man.
4: But here's the thing. I do believe that there are a rivalry, and this is the reason why I think so. For the past 10 years, man, at least 10 years, you kind of expect one or the other to be In the NBA Finals or in the hunt for the NBA Finals. Everybody else is kind of hit and miss. You just don't know what's going to happen. But them two, the premier talents, in my opinion, for the past 10 years. Not a Johnny-come-lately, but they've been the premier talents for the past 10 years. And I will say this, too. For my money, Steph is more entertaining LeBron, I don't really like to watch him play. I mean, LeBron is smart, and he can help
3: a team grow. And
4: I don't and
5: think there's do any questions more entertaining. I, I, I
4: don't
3: either. I think yeah, LeBron, Clint, right. LeBron's running over people. Right. I mean, right. I, there's no doubt there's about no it. Doubt. Calvin, yeah. we appreciate you. Thank you, my man. Uh, let's go to Jesse, Chris, in San Diego. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Jesse?
9: I
4: thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Well, I agree with the last thing that he said as far as them being the preeminent players in the league the last 10 years, but I still don't think of it as a rivalry. Maybe if LeBron had been on the same team the entire time and they were always facing each other, I would look at it differently, but I don't think of it as a rivalry. What it does come to be as players... I would definitely say that they're the two most influential in the last 10 years. With Steph, I mean, LeBron's going to go down as one of the greatest, no doubt about it. Steph, I don't know if you think of him as one of the greatest players in NBA. I mean, the greatest player in NBA history, but he's definitely going to be the most influential. Yeah, but he's definitely going to be the most influential over the last 10 years. He's changed the game way more than LeBron has. And then when it comes to KD, just to throw this in there. Uh, he, I think he might be looked at as like George Gervin in a few years, where right? he's a very talented player. But 20 years from now, I don't know if anybody's going to care that much about him because he doesn't have the records, scoring wise or championship wise.
5: Interesting. I, I mean, Gervin never won. Gervin's respected as a great all-time player. I mean, Lee, KD has those rings. It'll be interesting how people look at those, Rob. Yeah. I mean, if Steph wins a few more, or even one more, you know.
3: I still think that it's because he was finals MVP, he he'll be able to walk proudly with those. If he didn't, Chris, and he just was on the like on the team and Steph won him, I think definitely it would it would have a it'd different, be a little different. Yeah. It, I I do. I really yeah. do. Um let's go to uh MJ. We haven't heard from MJ in New Orleans, join the Odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, MJ?
9: I haven't been able
3: to get through to the new studio, man. What's up? got me, bam. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're working out the bugs. It's a beautiful place. Chris will see it in 20 years, but it's real nice. <laughs> I'm just saying. Be a new studio. <laughs> <buddy>. Yeah, right. <laughs> <It don't> everybody... <laughs> Go ahead, MJ. What you got? Yeah, when you come, Chris, I won't All be right. here because I'll be retired by that time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, to me, it's not a robbery. It's a
10: force leave lazy media-driven rivalry. But I will say this, they both were born in the same
9: hospital in Akron, Ohio, and in my opinion they do play the same position. guard.
3: Okay, so you think it's a rivalry?
9: No, I don't think it's a rivalry. I think it's forced by the media with this 24-hour news cycle. So
5: why it's isn't it a rivalry? A, it a rivalry then? Right.
9: Because they, they really, as far as you look at the impact of the team, you look at Per, you look at all these different things. They don't really match up. They don't really play each other. They're the marquee names. Well, Bird and Magic
5: didn't play each other that much. Yeah, but it was they the actually face Bur- each other yeah. less. I, but I, but I think that was the that
3: was that Celtics. You know, Lakers Anchor's thing. Down. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, was the rivalry right there. Just the two best players, wow. right, Chris, from both teams. I think was.
5: Yeah, I mean that yeah. was, and I think everything culturally, the black and white, just, right, all that. You remember the time remember? the NBA was, you know, getting, being resurrected and, by those two.
3: And if people people don't remember because they they just weren't around, but that NCAA championship game between Bird and Magic was just. It'll never be duplicated, Chris. No, It'll, it just, no. it just—it had all the things that made for
5: a, a must-see event. It just did. I think Rob, it would be—I I mean, this is obviously not as big as that was, but it would be like if—if if women's basketball was huge, and it was—it was like Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese, right? Magic and you know, and they went on to have these great careers and be, you know what I mean, play each other right, several right. times in the finals. and Like, it, it was that kind of, it would be like that. That's what, how you what, might explain it to What did to the that young game people. get, like a 35 of rating or something like that? Uh, yeah, it was. it's it the was highest crazy. rated college basketball. Ever. Or actually, probably basketball game, period. Yeah. Ever.
3: I got to check that out. All right, let's go real quick. Uh, Raphael and Cincinnati are on the Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio, what's up?
5: What's going on, bros?
10: Yeah, no rivalry for me. Uh, my main point is the reason why it's not a rivalry, they just don't guard each other throughout the regular season when they meet up twice a year or when uh, uh, in the but hey, finals. Let's uh, be honest. Playoffs.
5: The best players, even if they play the same position, rarely guard each other nowadays. Well, and nowadays you switch too. so what? much that even if you do start out on each other, you you know. You right. guarding all if types If they were of
10: closer to even physical size and whatnot, it would be more. But it's just not. At least Russell and Chamberlain played the same right. position. Right. No, right. And, and Bird and Magic other. were same size. Right, they right. That, yeah, I, they get, I give you the that. They, didn't, yeah. they did not guard each other during the Celtic-Lakers matchup. That was more of the teams, the Eastern and the Western. And the fact that Bird was Caucasian, Magic, yep. ruled, Bird ruled French Lick, Magic, Hollywood. So the rivalry— yeah, Bird Magic, both the, uh, the the star players on each team, but I don't even really consider that a rivalry. To me, is more the self- You don't consider Bird Lakers. Magic a rivalry? No, no,
5: because man, you don't think rivalries exist? I'm sorry, there is no way No, no, no. what right, not you don't think rivalries exist? I mean, because
10: cities, yeah, I nah, no, no,
3: because because they also were rivals in college. Yep. And it carried over into the NBA. And I get the team and a, and thing, and a, and a
10: thing under but they were in rivals. State, if they were like boxing, at least Sugar Ray Robinson and LaMotta, at least they had a rivalry.
3: Yeah, I, man, I disagree, Raphael. You you, you I'm bird and Magic, you said, Right, yeah, that they bird don't have a guys. rivalry. There was a come rivalry, on, and a lot of it had to do with the
5: Lakers and Celtics. I get that. And the media pushed it. Yes, no, thank no, you. But it was the size. They were the same size. They both were big, incredible passers. Yes, I'm the sorry. The league was looked at as, a, you know, kind of selfish one-on-one play. They were both more team basketball oriented. I mean, no, I, they were rivals. Yeah, they were rivals. They came in the same year. Yes, that was it too. Remember, what Bird beat him out for rookie of the year, but Magic won the championship. They were Bird rivals. Won the championship the next year, like. I'm sorry. Then nothing's a rivalry. Right. I'm sorry. You know I, if I mean, if a rivalry, right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's a rivalry. Fox
4: Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: It's time for Trolling a Rolling with Martin Weiss. That's right. It's Trolling a Rolling. I'm Martin
9: Weiss. And just in case this is your first time hearing it, I'll break it down for you real quick. If Rob and Chris like the story that I read, you hear the roll sound. They see me rolling. And if they don't, you hear the troll sound. Oh, man. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 We just had the NFL draft, a three day event that really could have been an email. Will <laughs> Levis <laughs> dropped off the draft board. But realistically, that's because pundits, not teams, told us he was a first round pick. Remember last year when Malik, Malik Willis was supposed to be a first-round pick? Chris yes. Trolling or rolling, pre-draft analysis has never been worse.
5: Wow. Uh, I'm going to troll that.
1: Oh, man. Hey, 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 hey. I mean, obviously
5: because of, it's become a business, a cottage industry. And social media and the television and just the prominence of media now, we see it more, and those guys get more coverage, more clout. people buy in more to what they're saying. But I would guess, I, I bet 30 years ago, 20 years ago, it was just as bad and maybe even worse, because now those guys have, they've developed credibility. So my guess is that they do at least talk to more people and get more information than they did 20 years ago. So I, I I get it. They've been way off, but I don't think it's worse than it's ever been. It's just more publicized. I'm rolling with it.
9: They see me rolling.
5: Yeah, it's it's
3: kind of embarrassing that they have all the stuff that they have now and they can actually see more of the players and and do all the stuff and the analysis and all this stuff, and they still are way off on this stuff. So I, I think they have, like, in the, in the past, I think that that's more accurate and would have been fair because it was harder to keep up with everybody. But almost everybody's on television. Almost every game is broadcast now. It shouldn't be as bad as it's been.
9: Rob, you know, my favorite part is afterwards, if you didn't take the player that they told you to take, they give you an F.
3: Right, it's like, <laughs> it's a bad, right, right. You got a bad pick, right. Right. It,
9: it, to me, it's like the weatherman saying it's going to rain and going outside and blaming the sun for shining. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you were wrong. <laughs> anyway, Toronto rolling, odd couple Fox Sports radio. Speaking of the draft, 49ers made an interesting move, drafting Michigan kicker Jake Moody in the third round. Most of the time, kickers were much later picked, if kicked at all. Mike Silver, a friend of mine, was in the room. And he told me that Kyle Shanahan immediately got text from his friends around the league, making fun of him. Chris, trolling or rolling, drafting a kicker early.
5: Nah, I'm, I'm uh rolling with it.
9: They see me rolling. If
5: he's going to help you win games, I mean, kicker is important. All right. Uh, Rob asked the New York Giants, right? Ask Tom the Brady. Thank you. Yeah, real talk. Kicker is important they're stacked almost everywhere unless they're gonna draft a quarterback right, and they they got plenty of those too, if they could stay healthy so nah, i mean that you they needed that they didn't need something else at that point, they probably didn't see anybody they thought was going to impact them at another position so i'm I'm fine with it in fourth round,
3: yeah, I'm rolling with it they see me rolling i,
5: I just think
3: uh it is, and now with the you know the rules being changed, and there are no. Chip shots or anything like that, Right. Uh, you know, like like you have to have a good kicker, and we've seen the, some of the kickers, you know, cost
5: people games. Last oh, year yeah. in the playoffs, did we see? I feel like we saw some missed extra points or some crucial games. Absolutely, so missed extra points or something. Yeah.
9: On and roll, odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. The Phillies barely made the playoffs last year. Went to the World Series. This year, the Bruins are the best team in the regular season in hockey. They're out. The Bucks of the regular season, the best regular season in basketball record. They're out. The Grizzlies, two seed in the West. They're out. The Kings, three seed in the West. They're out. Fairly Dickinson beats Purdue. Florida Atlantic within the Final Four. Are <laughs> oh, you stretching Gricks.
5: now? <laughs> the regular season means nothing anymore. Well. It, it Look, it's entertainment. I mean, the, the regular season, yes, some of it's getting the teams ready for the playoffs, but it is also entertainment. There's 82 games that people get to go and watch the best basketball players in the world, and it goes for the other sports too. And even if they're not going to win a championship, you it's entertaining to watch Steph play a regular season game. Entertaining to watch Bryce Harper or Fernando Tatis play a regular season game. Sometimes we do make, you know, it isn't, obviously you want to win a championship. But the rest of the stuff does matter. So I'm I'm trolling that. I think the rest of the stuff, we shouldn't belittle everything. We get to the championships, most important. But the other stuff matters too. I, I'm trolling it just from oh, the standpoint hey,
1: hey, hey,
4: hey, that hey, this hey, isn't hey,
3: new. Hey, hey, the The Warriors won what 73 hey, hey, games, hey, hey, right? right? They didn't win right. the championship. Brady and the Patriots were uh, 18 and 0. They didn't win and went undefeated during the regular right. season. They didn't win the championship. So I'm just like, it doesn't mean because you have a great regular season, you're going to automatically going to win. So I don't think that things have changed that much.
9: Yeah, but you generally get out of the first round, Rob. You generally get out
5: of the first round. Of the yeah, I mean, so I, I, I 0 0 real with discussion. I get. I'm still trolling it, but look, I get it because a lot of times now, especially in the NBA, guys aren't playing, so the records really are twisted, right? Because you don't. Know, how many games yep. did the star player miss? How you know? So that is legitimate and and new. That's a product of load management too. And that the records are strange because guys miss so many games. So, uh, all right, Martin, great stuff. You catch Martin and VJ Saturdays here on Fox Sports Radio. I never miss Martin and Four BJ. to seven p.m. Eastern time. I never miss it either. Uh, seven oh, yeah. p.m. Pacific. <laughs> That's our man, the great Martin Weiss. Good stuff, brother. All right, guys. All right. Has Dylan Brooks talked himself? Out of the league? That's next. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Pauly
10: Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, The Pauly and Tony Fusco Show. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, Well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah,
4: get your priorities straight.
10: Well, maybe, Tony, they
5: listened to this week's episode already. I
4: don't care. Listen to it again.
5: Yeah, great point there, Tony. Anyway, so you listening out there, make sure and go do that. And uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's outspoken network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. Woo!
6: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Store on the iHeartRadio app,
5: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the iCouple. couple Chris and Rob wrapping up a trash talking Tuesday. Heat Nick's embroiled in a wild competitive. Game 2 battle, really a must win for the Knicks, uh, as much of a must win as it can be when it's not an elimination game and they're trailing 96-93 about 5 minutes left. So they're not out of it, but no Jimmy Butler. And I'll tell you what, if Jimmy Butler can come back and play say the next game, Rob, that don't bode well for the Knicks if if you might. Of course lose, not. I mean, there's no
3: way. You can look at it. There's still plenty of time to go, five minutes to go. The game's not over, but still. For it to even be this close, when you have your two your two stars, Chris, and they don't have their star. not Right. They don't have
5: their star, and you have two of your, your two stars. Yep. And I think Butler, I mean, again, we've seen Memphis win without Ja, Giannis, you know, Bucks win without Giannis, and they're better than Jimmy Butler. But they also had better players around those two. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I I, I guess I got to give these Heat players credit. But, Rob, they're not ballyhooed at all. No, Other no, no. Than Bam, I mean, Kevin Love is older. He's not what he used to be. And then the rest of these guys, people, a lot of people probably don't even know who these guys are. They started three undrafted players. And the Knicks are, I mean, I'm come on. This is just, I mean, you got to give Eric Spolster and these players a ton of credit you got to give them credit. And, you know, this is uh, this is crazy. But we'll see. The Knicks got a shot. Um, we're brought to you by Progressive. You just heard earlier the Progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together. So you can save on both LearnMoreProgressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Rob Dylan Brooks, uh, Chom Sharania, who breaks a lot of news in the NBA, tweeted earlier today, Rob, that the Memphis Grizzlies have informed Dylan Brooks that he will not be back with the team under any circumstances. Wow. (laughs) I mean, the fact that they threw that in there, Rob, that's like, dude, if, if half of the league is injured, if... If 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 there's a a, a something going on where a bunch of players can't, but we still aren't bringing you back.
3: Right. The the idea that they had to say it that way is is means that they were totally disgusted by you know what he said and the whole thing and and how this thing worked. And then remember, he wasn't meeting with the media after the games and what like that's all unprofessional, Chris. Yep. All all unprofessional. And I'm sure they're like that blankety blank. Talked all that, and then when it comes time to face the the reporters, you you're not big and bad,
5: right? I mean that right. that's a that's a knock against you. Right. I think. and when you get the open three point shots, well, that too, you missing them, that too. Like Rob, we talk all the time. You got to outweigh the distraction. Yep. your Your production has to outweigh the distraction. If you talk like Dylan Brooks talked, you better play like Dennis Rodman. You better. Right? Sure. Or Meta World peas, or some of these other guys who've been big distractions, but they delivered. He, Rob, I think he's becoming, like Patrick Beverly used to be, you know, he'd help you, right? Now he's kind of just, he talks a lot, and all And once that. he doesn't it's help you, you
3: don't need that guy. Right.
5: And I think Brooks already at 27 is kind of getting there. And I he, look, I think there's a place for him in the league. I don't know where he'll get signed. I think he should. But... He needs to dial it back. You can still be tough. You can still not take any mess, not back down to the superstars, you know, all that. But you, he's starting stuff. Like, I, I, I think he should be like a Matt Barnes, Rob. Where, yeah, you know, I'm not going to back down from Kobe or, you know, whoever it was. But I'm not starting stuff with him either. Right. I'm not going to sit here and talk about Kobe Bryant like he ain't all that. And and I am. And so he needs to dial it back because he's not good enough to talk the type. Ty- I mean, very few players talk like him. Right. But he definitely ain't but good you, enough. But if to you don't
3: perform with. after right. doing all that, it's just it's hard for anybody to want to mess with you. I right. mean, that's just why you don't do it. Because then you put yourself out there and people are looking to see if you respond. And he didn't
5: respond. No, I, I think he got in his own head, Rob. I think the criticism, the you know fact that LeBron, maybe even the fact that LeBron just blew him off, kind of you know, right, and wasn't but moved. LeBron by did it the right thing. LeBron right. did the right thing, right? And so, um, yeah, it, it just and I think too, Rob, Memphis is trying to change their culture. I'm sure like Ja probably won't be yapping. I mean, he'll still be who he is and and play with his crazy swagger, but I bet he's not yapping, you know, talking about nobody in the West. We ain't worried about the West. We got the you know, I don't think he's gonna be saying that stuff anymore. And I think they're really trying to change the culture and getting Dylan Brooks out of there is probably a big part. Because nobody else really talked. Bain said a couple things like, we definitely coming back for games, so you know you you don't need to say stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, Brooks. I mean, you're not getting rid of Ja, obviously. So if Ja just chills out a little bit and you got rid of Brooks, that in and of itself, Rob, could change the culture. Yep, and, 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 and that was the, and that's the
3: start of it. That's the yep. start of it, and 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 the significance, Chris, was what they added under any circumstance. That's not <laughs> right. just for him. Right, I think that's a message for other players as well. Okay, right. that's not
5: what we want here. No, no doubt, and good for them. You know, it's time they set, got a good gotta, squad. Yeah. If they just they need to get healthy. Josh said it right after the game. Like, first thing is we need to be healthy. If they had Stephen Adams, Rob, and Brandon Clark, that might be a different series because they just couldn't handle the size of the Lakers. And so um, they still got a bright future. They just got to mature. And uh, getting rid of Brooks was a big step. All right, it's the odd couple, Chris and Rob, wrapping up a Trash Talking Tuesday. Keep it locked. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon next. They bring fire.
0: I'm Dioza. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen.